welcome back to the Where's Your Head At Hotline, our weekly show where we catch up with each other and connect with you all on our hotline voicemail. We want to hear from you guys, so please send your stories, questions, advice, or tea to Where's Your Head At Pod at gmail.com to be featured on one of our episodes. I'm Anna. And I'm Matt. Let's jump in. Hello, hello. Hello, welcome back to another Hotline episode, Anna. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling very hungover. As you know, we were at the tennis. Australian Open is in full swing. And how good is Melbourne at this time of year? It's amazing. I mean, the weather, it's still nice. Actually, you know what? I actually really do like the weather like this. People are complaining it's not hot enough, but it was perfect. Nice, balmy night last night. had the shorts and t-shirt on. I enjoyed it a lot. It was a good night. I'm not going to lie. Matt and I had one too many vinos and we always talk about how we hate drinking. We hate being hungover. But today that is us. And like the anxious thoughts are just getting the better of me today. Yeah. You okay? You feeling all right? You know, when you like know nothing's wrong, but you just feel super anxious. Like there's impending doom and you're just, just... are you feeling that way too? Or is that just me? Yeah, I'm not that bad. I'm actually not that hungover. I did wake up, you know, with that headache when you wake up and you've had a couple too many, but I've come out the other end now. I'm feeling a little bit better, a little bit sharper. Also something very bad happened to me yesterday. I actually smashed my brand new phone that I bought for myself for Christmas. It's terrible. Somebody think of the children. (laughs) How can we go on? <laughs> no, no, it's brand new. iPhones I, are expensive. Oh, I and know, like, I know. This was like my pride and joy. I was so excited to have this phone. How did you smash it? And it's completely smashed. And not only that, but I now have glass in my hand. Now that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. And that's a that's a hazard from Apple. You should probably. You know, it's you should probably going to cost me like five hundred dollars to get that <sighs> fixed. I'm not happy about How it. How did you smash it? It literally just like flew out of my hand took wings and just flew (laughs) crash landed onto the ground it also has a case so i'm kind of annoyed about that like i feel like these cases they need like a guarantee but anyway okay well what else has been going on then in the life of anna the tennis is obviously in full swing what else tennis is in full swing i actually just posted a photo from me at the tennis you were in one of them And this random guy has left a comment on my Instagram and it says, your feet always suit every pair of shoes you wear. It's a nice compliment. Which I feel like is a weird compliment. Number one, my big toe is shorter than my second toe. So like I don't even have good feet. So I'm just going to put that out there. When Anna read this out before, she kept telling me to look at her feet and was trying to go on about her toes. And I was like, I don't like your toe. I can see what you mean. I just don't like feet don't do it for me. But I wasn't trying to do it for you by showing you i was just saying don't you think it's weird that this guy's commenting on my feet and like i don't have good feet like that's a bit odd anyway the story continues yes the plot thickens the plot thickens so someone sent me have you heard of wiki feet yes i, I actually have not in a weird way but i'll tell you why <laughs> how I have you heard of it Kira, <laughs> my ex was on it and she would right. she would like see it like i guess the notifications google us and she'd see her feet on there and wow. she, she, got, she re- I remember her telling me she had a five out of five rating or something wow well turns out your girl Anna also has a five out of five rating someone has made a profile for me on wiki feet and literally every photo that I've ever posted on my Instagram has been screenshotted where you can see my feet even the soles of my feet and it's just a bit creepy and I'm not okay with it well there's an actual massive fetish for like feet Remember Harry was saying that shooting on Kelly thing. People love feet. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, people love like getting 
like wanked off by feet, sucking feet. And if you're one of those people, we'd love for you to send your stories into our hotline. Because I, I love, you know me, I love hearing about different fetishes. I love, it is interesting. It is very interesting. It can be a little bit gross, but we're willing to hear the good, the bad and the very gross. I'm always under the mentality, whatever gets you off. Matt just gave me the creepiest look ever. I'm so creeped out. Just to justify whatever gets you off, I guess. Like, you know. Mm. Well, Matt and I have been spending quite a lot of time together recently. Mm. We did notice that at the end of last year, we hadn't actually spent that much time together. It was one of our New Year's resolutions to kind of go to events together, to do things together, to make memories together. Because obviously we spend quite a lot of time at the podcast. Course, we talk yeah. every day. We're constantly in communication. But then we kind of felt like... Well, to be fair, once I got back from the UK, it was um, all systems go for like the end of year. Totally. It was like the end of the year, Christmas stuff. So yeah. we didn't have much time to really, you know, get to do anything. Like we were doing family stuff, friends stuff, yeah. breakup parties. So yeah, we didn't get to hang out much. We were just like, you know what? Like in the new year, let's go to stuff together and make new memories, like you said, to share with everyone. Well, yeah, like first and foremost, we are friends. And like we want our relationship to continue as friends and not just be become like work buddies yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yes. we have we went to what was it breakpoint yes the netflix don't say new- point break like i did on a story <laughs> yeah. thank god no one picked that up. Fucked it up yeah well point break is one of my favorite movies the original point but break, this is so. breakpoint breakpoint yes. on netflix great opener to the Australian Open. Mm. And I'm big on tennis as well. So, like, I absolutely frothed this. I loved it. What did you think of it? I loved it as well. Um, your boy, Maddie has a little cameo in there. I you put it do. on my stories. Yes. You, you guys won't see it. You literally <laughs> are blinking. He's gone. But, but it's you know, there. But he, it, it is there. Well, technically. I, actually, I slowed down the tape. So, I watched it. It's a lot longer than that when you slow it down. <laughs> Matt's watched it, like, 20 times to get that one screen it's, grab of him yeah, in, the, in the show. Literally past Curios taking a serve and you see me just sipping back on my beer it was the uh women's final last year and the doubles final well matt after that after we watched you (laughs) in your cameo appearance on netflix we actually saw some of the producers of netflix because they were there they were doing some interviews and they did interview us and then you actually told some of them your lifelong dream. And what's that, Matt? Okay. So, <laughs> when I had a meeting with our manager, Anna, she was like, well, what, what's your, like, what do you, where do you want to go? Like, what's your ultimate goal? And I said a couple of them. And I was like, this one sounds really silly. It's just something I, I, I want to do. I think I'd be perfect for it. Okay. So, I love horrors. And in horror, horror movies. Horror movies, yes. I love horror movies. And in horror movies, the ones I like, slashes, there's always a good-looking guy doesn't say much, <laughs> part of like, you know, the college kids cast and gets killed really early on. I want to play that role. So you just want a cameo appearance? Uh, yeah, cameo, a role. Like on the, when I told her, I was like literally on the credits, it says good looking guy. Like, so you want to be the good looking guy in a movie? Yeah, that gets killed. Correct. And like, you obviously probably don't want to have to learn too many lines. So you don't want any you know more than I like. with scripts and lines. Oh, like, they're horrendous. So like, no a, more I than don't five. Even have one in front of me. <laughs> Don't do scripts. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say you don't do scripts. I think you don't like preparation. That's true as well, yeah. Well, I think I have a problem with authority, but that's a whole other topic. Yeah, let's not let's not <laughs> delve there today. Dive into that, yeah. Um, my headache from last night's still going, still so don't, don't stress my brain out too much. But no, Matt kind of pitched his idea to, to so, yeah. some of the people who work at Netflix. So 
and they listen to this podcast, which is crazy. So Yes, they do. Yeah. So they're going to hear this. And next time you're in a meeting, next time a script comes across your desk and they're casting for that good looking guy who takes a knife in the back as he's running away <laughs> from the murderer, <laughs> it's me. Oh, God. Well, guys. I've uh, been practicing my dying. <laughs> Cut that. If you if you want to be on Netflix or if you want to be the good looking guy who dies in a movie, we that. need to cut that because <laughs> that was a zero out of this, ten. This die. is how I die when I pretend to die. Do you see anything wrong with it? Oh my god, that was so cringe. Do you see anything wrong with it though? You're giving me the ick. Matt's my literally sticking his tongue out to the side and just closing his eyes and nodding his head back. It's so cringe. Please keep the tongue in the mouth for the rest of the day. I'm feeling nauseous and that's increasing it. Yeah, sorry. Look, that's my dying. But I, you know what? I'll keep rehearsing on the dying. I'll keep rehearsing my good looking looks. Jesus Christ. But yeah, if they're listening to it and one comes across your desk, I'm here. I'm ready. Give me the call. And we saw Breakpoint and that's our recommendation for this week. You guys should definitely go check it out. I mean, also Australian Open. Watch that. And let's jump into the hotline. Let's jump in. Hello, you've reached Anna and Matt. We can't get to the phone right now. But please leave us a message on our hotline after the beep. The first voicemail we have today comes from Sinead. Let's play it. Hi, Matt and Anna. This is Sinead. So I have a really crazy story to tell you about the crazy 18 months I had with my ex. So this relationship went at a very fast speed because I was only 18 as well. I thought that this was completely normal. Now, to begin the story, so after we became official, we started obviously hanging out with each other a lot. He was absolutely obsessed with me so quickly. And as the inexperienced 18-year-old me, I thought that this was just the honeymoon phase and that it was the best and he gave me so much attention. Then we got told that he was going to get deployed after six months of us being together so we ended up moving in after two months of dating but keep in mind he is 23 and I was 18 so when I was a bit rocky and a bit like oh I don't know he would always say that he's got more life experience and just to trust him and all that so I obviously did Mm. because he's my partner and I need to trust him Fast forward us dating eight months, he proposes to me. Whoa. And me being young and in love, I say yes. Things started to get slowly worse after the engagement and the controlling and manipulating started to happen. We had never fought until this stage, but then we would start fighting at times. It would be him crying when I went out clubbing because he wanted me to be with him and not my friends, even though I'd invite him out with us. But I pushed it all aside, all the fights, because we, when we were good, we were just really good. But then we, when we did get bad, it got really bad. Yeah. He would always say to me that his mental health was suffering. That's why he would lash out more. So I did give him more of the benefit of the doubt because I felt sorry for him and I didn't want to leave him for his mental health because that is the last thing I would ever want to do to someone. Mm-hmm. He did express to me that he wanted to leave the Navy because it was impacting his mental health and his relationships. So I said that I will support you 100% no matter what. But then he started getting anxious about leaving the Navy. He started saying that I'm making him leave the Navy, even though I said I would literally support him 100%. So then I just drew the line because I had mentally been so drained and I knew in myself that my mind was not myself anymore. And four days later, he starts fighting with me really bad again. Mm. And I could just tell that it was just going to be a cycle and a cycle. So I had enough and I finally left. After we had broken up, I logged out of his bank account which he also gave me after six months which I thought was a bit odd but little did I know also that that three grand of car stuff he bought for our supposed trip when he got back from his deployment 
was actually money of prostitutes. The first Ooh. transaction that took place oh, was the 11th no. of December, 2021, a day after engagement, which I remember he told me he had work training the next day for. Mind you, I was waiting at home for five months out of 18 months as an 18-year-old for deployments while he was out fucking prostitutes when our relationship was slowly turning for the worst. So I had just lost it and I just promised myself I would never go back to that ever again. Six months have passed from the relationship and now I am so grateful for the experience and it sounds really weird to people, but I truly know what I am worth being treated now and I will not be treated like that again. I'm still going to a therapist working through this, but I'm so close to the end already. Now I have got a partner as well and it's just so amazing being into a relationship now where we can just be so present he does treat me how I didn't feel like I was worthy of being treated so I just thank this experience because it has led me to the experience I'm in currently now wow well good on her that she was able to break that cycle I think that tells a lot about your um Strength. Your strength, your mental strength, yeah. your personality, and um, I'm good on her for doing that. And I'm happy that she's now found someone. So yeah, absolutely. And I love her positive attitude on looking back on it and saying that she's grateful for it. Like I think that in every uh, toxic relationship, you've got to look at back at it like that and take the positives. Absolutely. I mean, that sounds like the most controlling, scary relationship. And I mean. We can both sympathize with this because we've both been in controlling relationships and it's really difficult to leave. And this is something that you struggled with, Matt, when you've been in toxic controlling relationships. It's Mm -hmm. really hard to actually find the strength to be like, no, enough is enough. And as Matt said, good on her being so young, finding that inner strength. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, good. Also, what a great way to look at it. Like, we always do this, we look back on our previous relationships and think, like this was wrong, this was wrong, whatever. But at the end of the day, we had to experience those really toxic relationships to be able to learn. And we have learned and now our like current relationships are better for it because we've evolved as people. I always say, I was trying to Google at the Shakespeare quote, it's something like they who don't learn from their mistakes are damned to repeat them or something. And I just believe that. 100% like you got to learn from your mistakes and just not repeat them yeah otherwise you just what is it like you just keep it's doing like it's like groundhog day yeah, you keep, keep doing, doing the, the same, same shit what's the definition of insanity doing the repeating same the repeating the same shit repeating the same shit um but eight months getting engaged i said geez that's quicker than you and michael <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Gee, it is. Do you know what scared me hearing that is that the fact that he like proposed to her and then became toxic and like, well, he was a little bit, but like then he was like, he was like, I've fly. got you now. I yeah, can, yeah, yeah. I can, ta- I can let locked the room. In. Yeah, I've catfished you. I was like, oh shit, I hope <laughs> that doesn't happen to me. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it stuff. hasn't and it won't, but like, you know, it is scary. Was it his money or their money? I don't know, but two grand. like Three grand, I think. Three grand, sorry. Yeah, like that's... You know what's funny is my TikTok algorithm at the moment is like on cheating like boyfriends and even like Michael's probably good. No, no, no. (laughs) Michael's Michael's a saint. I know, but like like for some reason I'm on on that algorithm because I find them interesting and it's even like guys who like heart girls' photos and then the girl then like 
so she goes to her story. Oh, classic. Have you seen those? And yeah. then she looks at everyone who's viewed it and then there's like a guy who's hard at it. She zooms in on him. This, they've like screen recorded this whole thing. She clicks on his page. Then he's like on his page, he's engaged and then they go into like the girl's engagement ring and then they screenshot all of it and send it to the girlfriend or the fiance and then she's like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Thank I you remember so much for telling was... me. I'm like, yes, I love this girl power. Like if someone's cheating tell them you know what i mean like let's yeah, not yeah. have people in relationships where they're being deceived yeah i remember when they released that love heart my mates were saying that's probably one of the best things ever they don't have to actually put a reaction on you know how it comes up in their dms now they can just love that's what it. they thought until that's, these girls until these got girls a bit savvy which i love <laughs> all right our next voicemail comes from tegan Okay. Hi guys, so I have a bit of a crazy story for you. So about four years ago, a group of us girls went on a trip to Sydney. And when we got home from this trip, my friend told me that she was diagnosed with terminal cancer <gasps> and only had about it. two years life expectancy. Obviously that came Fuck. as a big shock. So over the next couple of years, we became extremely close. We got matching tattoos. She had a feeding tube, a cancer pot in her chest. She shaved her head. She had a boyfriend where he would message us on his phone if she was in hospital. She was even in a coma. We went to her house when she was on palliative care to say our goodbyes. I even planned a funeral with her only to find oh out God. four years later that it was all fake and she <gasps> never had cancer. What? So I hope you guys enjoy. That is the craziest story. That is like the ultimate deception and but, the ultimate manipulation by someone. But what's she trying to gain? Was she getting money from her friends? Like what's she trying to gain from doing that? It sounds like she was trying to gain like – their Sympathy. love and support and maybe she didn't have friends and she wanted like a best friend and people, you know, wow. Like I'm just shook. They visited her in hospital though. I don't know. Obviously she's gone to a lot of big lengths. She's got a feeding tube. Like that's wild. I just feel like how could you live with yourself doing that to people? Like imagine and even to like she's going as far as to shave her head. Like there really is no limits to uh, planning a funeral like that's twisted that's sick that's like unwell like no, she needs to actually be taken into like a psychiatric ward genuinely Gen- like no, i'm genuinely concerned I for agree. her mental health was her boyfriend in on it because he was messaging them or was he getting fooled i wonder maybe well it sounded like she was just maybe had another phone and he he was a fake boyfriend i don't know i think we need to get this girl on next week and follow up with this one because i feel like we need way more info oh no i agree i reckon we should get tegan on i want to ask him like a million questions i want to know like was there some financial gain from it like what was the gain of doing this wow that's so twisted I feel really bad for Tegan. Imagine getting a matching tattoo with someone and it's all fake. Yeah. Or also like, how did she think she was going to get away with that? What did she think she she was going to do? Pretend to die and then move countries or something and hope no one sees her. Say she's in remission and then like be like, I'm fine. I don't know, but that's so messed up. Think about all the people that are going through that and then you're just like fucking doing that shit. Do you know what's weird is I actually have heard of people like lying about that, like lying about their parents having cancer and stuff, like to get attention or sympathy or, you know, like a feeling of like people caring about them. And it is sad that people feel the need to go to such lengths to, you know, feel supported. And I mean, I guess kind of that's what it's about. Like it's it's an attention-seeking thing for sure, but there's some deep trauma there to be able to 
live with yourself and carry on and go to extreme lengths. Like getting a feeding tube, I'm pretty I, – I don't know enough about it and so pardon my ignorance for anyone listening, but I mean that's like a medical procedure that you're getting done to your body where you'd have scarring or, you know, it's very wild and I think – We'll just pause on that one and next hotline episode, we will hear from Tegan. I've got a million questions. If you guys have any questions as well, make sure you fire them to us because I'm sure there's a lot of questions about that. Send them to our Instagram or Facebook group. Okay, guys. Wow. Until next time. Next week, we've got a big one. We'll hear from Tegan, see what she has to say. Um, all right, Anna. Well, I reckon you should go home and get some uh, get some sleep, snooze off that hangover. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm ready. I'm going back <laughs> to the tennis, so you know, back on that horse. Good luck. Enjoy. <laughs> all right. See you guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>